Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the show which talks to Christian leaders about the topics that really matter. I'm Andy Peck. I welcome to the Leadership File Louise Ryrie. Louise is the founder of the New Generation Performing Arts School in Crawley, West Sussex, and so sees many attend church and engage in the faith through the performing arts. She runs free of charge workshops exploring the Bible and Christianity every Saturday for ages 5 to 18 in dance, drama and singing, uh, and they hold a family service once a month which is led by the children. So welcome Louise. To Hello, you thank you. Uh, so how did the church come about? Okay, well, it's probably easiest explained going right back to my childhood. Mm. Um, as separate activities growing up, I learned to dance. I trained in ballet, modern, tap, jazz and drama. And I also learned to play the piano. And very separately, and eventually, I became a church organist or pianist at St Elizabeth's in Crawley. And also became a ballet teacher. And I hired church halls on the other side of town. Uh, to run the dance school that I set up from the age of 19. Wow. Um, yeah, I was quite young. But I was ever so upset about 10 years later when it was announced that St Elizabeth's was going to close, mainly due to a um, very small and dwindling congregation. Mm. And uh, suddenly I found myself asking if I could move my dance school to St Elizabeth's oh. and convert it into a studio and run my dance school from there. And it was obviously meant to be because all the answers came back yes. So we set about preparing to do that and uh, I contacted dance floor and mirror specialist, etc. Um, and then I stopped and, and thought about it and realised that I didn't want my church to stop being a church mm. anymore. So I set up a performing arts church for children and within minutes of having the idea, I sat down to to write some notes about it and the ideas just sort of flew off my pen and um, and haven't stopped since. So I welcome children of school ages of 5 to 18 every week and I run free of charge workshops for them um, exploring the Bible, God and Christianity through dance, drama and song. Uh, we use a lot of interpretive movement and dance and we put together our work into a family service each month. So is that a, a service that um, people could come yeah, absolutely. on a Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's always on, um, usually the last week on, it's usually the last Saturday of the month. Some churches have used dancing in, in worship. Some allow and encourage free dancing as part of worship, if they have the space, of course. <laughs> and others might include a formal dance from time to time. But they, clearly the Bible encourages worshippers to dance before the Lord. And it's very likely that Jesus would have danced as part of Jewish festivals, mm -hmm. though this is never, never actually directly stated in the Bible, of course. Yeah. So what, what advice would you give to church leaders looking to involve dance in their services? Um, well, go for it. You know, if you've got people that are keen, I would say go for it. But I think you need to be careful as well because maybe it's a bit controversial to say so, but I think there's a danger of free dance in church can look a bit weird or embarrassing yes. Yes, and can make people not participating feel acutely uncomfortable I think mm, mm. Um, you know having said that dance for those who want to participate can be incredibly freeing and meaningful for them and many people do find it very inspiring um, so advice I guess would be maybe have a, have a time where there is 
a set time for free dancing or maybe those who are interested in doing it could get together and rehearse um, a piece to present to the rest of the congregation. Mm. Uh, a lot of churches have musical directors and I often think why not have mm. somebody in there who's responsible for um, dancing or creative methods of worship in yeah. the services as well. It's it's not especially British, if I can use that expression. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Africa, you you know, this would be part of sure. classic classic worship. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know churches where the there would be this kind of? Um, I see. Not exactly what I do, um, because I run a children's mm. church, and it's it's all about them, and they put together their service. Mm. But I have seen successful inclusion of dance and mm. drama in other services as well yes mm, mm, okay so uh, what have been the, the, the challenges for you of, of of setting this up i mean bless you you've <laughs> you saw this extraordinary vision of sure of, yeah of, of I did. doing things but it, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't all plain sailing um no it seemed to happen very easily like mm. i said i had so many ideas at the beginning and this was 10 years ago that i started and mm. i've i've never run out of ideas i've usually got too many ideas mm. Um, but yeah, there have been challenges along the way. Uh, I suppose probably the biggest one is explaining to people what it actually is that mm. I do. Um, there can be some that just don't understand. There's always going to be some that don't understand. And, and maybe some outdated opinions that I come up against, such as, mm. you know, church is boring. Um, and one particular sadness for me, because I teach a lot of children within the dance school, we have uh, 300 pupils from toddlers up to adults mm. and so the children within the normal dance school hear a lot about new generation because I run the two mm. um, side by side and I do find it sad when little ones show interest in wanting to come and join us but they're not allowed to because parents don't believe in God or you know whatever the parent feels they the child is not always allowed to explore the ideas for themselves. Right. Um, I guess one of the issues that people have about this kind of thing is, is in a fresh expression sense, is is this church or does it lead to what m people might more formally regard as church in terms of services and, okay, and, sure. and ministers and vicars and stuff like that? I have quite an opinion about this mm, one. Sure. <laughs> I don't think that a fresh expression movement should be about moving people into real church or normal church, mm. whatever normal is supposed yeah. to be. I think that we should use the fresh expression movement to think outside the box and mm. and do church as it suits the people you're trying to reach. Mm. For example, the people I do church with, um, it you know they want to do their dancing and their drama. They're enjoying discovering God mm. and the Bible in that way. And I don't think that a lot of them would necessarily mm. and their parents go to church elsewhere mm. because what we do is what suits them. Indeed. So. Um, that that's you know um do, do they do they have a uh, a kind of interest particularly in 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 doing things in a different way or do they most of them from a from a kind of background where they don't they wouldn't know what church was anyway um potentially yes there mm. are some families that come to me that go to um a normal church if we use that expression mm. um, and some that just come and join in because they're attached to the dance school or they've heard mm. about what we do and just interested but yeah i do see the importance of showing them how other christians worship as well so i do take the trouble to take them out to visit other churches we go on tour as we call it mm. And, um, and take one of our performances out and we go and take part in other churches and the local areas' services. Um, and I think that's really important for us to see how other people do church. 
and equally for the congregations that we visit to mm. see how other people, particularly young people, are enjoying worshipping God. Sure. And and was there anything from your, your past that's prepared you for this challenge? You said you were you had a period of, of kind of dovetailing doing your dance classes with yeah. with being an organist in a church. Yes. I think um dance training in itself has been a brilliant preparation mm. <laughs> for what I do now. Um you learn so much when you're training to dance for example discipline self-motivation and perseverance you know I could go on um, self-confidence and ambition determination mm. they're all such important qualities and they just they just become part of you when you're mm. growing up in that kind of atmosphere and I try and I try and instill that within all the children I teach you know whether it's through the dance school or through new generation yeah yeah um, and, and have Christians generally been supportive of your family um, yes, overall, I would say yes. <laughs> I mean, apart from those maybe who have asked the questions that we, we hinted at earlier. Yeah, no, they have. We've been to some lovely churches, yeah. we have, um, who've really taken a joy in seeing what our young people um, do and have celebrated that in our services. And I do have lots of individuals that uh, regularly ask me, you know, how... Mm the work I'm doing is going yeah there have been disheartening moments as well you know yeah. everybody everybody's had some ad met some adversity in their life haven't they sure, but sure. Um, I don't know there have been a couple of moments perhaps um, a leading minister I had I had a talk with a few years ago um, in the early days and I mentioned in our discussion I, I asked him if he was concerned that there seemed to be less children yeah. in the church generally and uh, and he just responded, no, that's what people like you are for, which at the time I didn't take that very well. <laughs> um, there's been other occasions where I've phoned around or I've talked to um, various church leaders to set up one of our tours. And um, I was met with a, a, a not very friendly church leader once um, when I explained what we did. He said to me, well, when the early church was forming, did they use dance and drama in their services? I said, well, I don't know. And he said, no, they didn't. And so therefore, we're not be interested in you coming to visit us. And that Gracious. was the end of that. Right, so, right. you know, I can laugh about it most of the time. It does irritate me. Well, but. indeed. But as we, <laughs> as we noted, um, clearly, the new, you know, Jesus probably danced. There was That sure. was part of the, the festival season, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, yeah. That, that, that was part of the calendar of the Jews. So all of the apostles would yeah. be part of that. Everybody's different now. I, that's one of my big points in setting up new mm. generation is just to embrace our individuality yeah, yeah. and just accept that people want to worship differently and it's it's all valid. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, we're coming. Um, you've been listening to the Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by uh, Louise Ryrie. She's the founder of the New Generation Performing Arts School in Crawley, West Sussex. We'll be back just after this. Welcome back to Leadership Fire with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by uh, Louis Louise Ryrie. She's the founder of the New Generation Performing Arts School in Crawley, West Sussex. We were talking before the break of um, of how the Lord led her to <coughs> set this up, in part because a, a church, uh, an Anglican church she was part of, was declining, and uh, how some 300 uh, young people aged between 5 and 18 uh, uh, meet uh, every Saturday um, to, uh, to to dance and to explore uh, Christian themes through the, the mediums of dance, drama and singing. Um, so Louise, someone classically asked a dancer to explain what she had just danced and she said 
if I could explain it in words, I wouldn't need to have danced. Um, do you think anyone should be able to appreciate dance, or is that is that you know is it just basically some temperaments get it and other people don't? Yeah, definitely, everyone should be able to appreciate dance. Um, it depends on the approach. It won't suit all. You need to you need to make it accessible because dance is dance is like another language. Um, it's a very powerful tool. Um, it's a wonderful use for self-expression and it can be a great emotional release for those taking part in it and therefore it can bring a certain amount of healing too. Um, it can be very cathartic and also I'm very passionate about using the bodies and the minds that we were given, keeping ourselves physically and mentally fit and I think dance is a fantastic way of doing that. We, we in, our, in, in British culture, we've kind of pushed it to the kind of this is just for festival type you know just for sort of you go to a club to do it or you okay. go and observe other people from doing it yeah that would be more more typical for many people i suppose so yes so uh, the dance has become a a, a a job in a sense um do you like the sense of joy you had when you began or is it still as fresh as it was when you were a teenager um well, maybe a surprise answer. I, da- I didn't actually enjoy dancing at all okay. when I was growing up. Um, it was what I did. It became part of my oh. life, and I trained every day in oh, wow. various different disciplines. Yeah. But um, increasingly, as I grew through my teenage years, I disliked the uniformity and the rules. Uh, I disliked the scrutiny of the body and the physicality. And I also saw a lot of unhealthy self-obsession and and self-absorption um, amongst my peers and other dancers that I met. But then, you know, you have to learn the rules. Otherwise, there's no technique or no oh. substance to what, what you're doing. But my personal sense of joy only came for me, um, having been through all of that, and now I'm free to create. Creating mm. is what brings me joy. So I would say I have much more joy through dancing now than I ever did when I was younger. Um for example, last year I wrote and produced a show called Love Letters. It was a commemoration show um, based on the 100-year anniversary from World War One. And amongst New Generation, we considered God's feelings, um, how he would have felt ab- about his people mm. um, fighting against each other in World War One, and, and of course he would have been sad and agonised by the human cruelty shown. But we also felt that he would have shown pride in his people stepping up to the call of their countries Mm. and the bravery of the nurses, particularly who were sent to the front line to care for the soldiers. And this discussion led into an emotional dance with the church group that I run um, about the injured frontline soldiers making their way to the nursing stations. Well, well, very powerful. Um, When you you mentioned, um, you know, that you hadn't enjoyed your youth uh, we're talking is that classic ballet sort of training it's yeah a bit it's of a stereo, mainly ballet yeah bit of a stereotype ballet, i appreciate all, which all been, different disciplines yeah which has been it's been explored a lot in films and stuff you know yeah. the classic ballet ballet uh, routines and, mm-hmm. and the hard work that has to go in mm-hmm. and, yeah and, it's and, a lot of hard work and and not eating and all that sort of stuff in terms of keeping keeping thin 
Yeah, there can be that side to it, yes. But just the the self-obsession, as I said earlier, just mm. it just wasn't for me. I think I just knew that I just wanted to give. But obviously, you must go through the training in order yeah. to be able to teach. And and the, in terms of the range of, of the dancing, you mentioned it wasn't just ballet you did. There was other types. What Do you have a favourite amongst those? Um, probably ballet, actually. And yeah. I'm also a Pilates instructor. Okay, right. Um, so I incorporate those two together a lot. Excellent, yeah. So you're writing a book to help people use dance uh, as part of the Fresh Expressions movement. So tell me about that and how that came about. Yeah, I I am. Um, I'm more writing it to hopefully inspire people that might wish to read it mm. to use their own skills mm. um, and see what they can they can do in their own communities. I I think I, I drew on the last ten years' experience that I have of running New Generation. Um, and put together a month-by-month account of ideas and themes that I've used and and how I've interpreted the Bible in dance, drama and song for the various age groups that I work with. And it just kind of put itself together into a book. I'm calling it A Year in the Life of a Performing Arts Church. Oh, well. Um, It includes script extracts that I've written and ideas for getting into the community and reaching other people. Uh, For example, we've been to visit elderly people's homes uh, we've been to theatres and other churches, and we even went on a on a bike ride one year on Palm Sunday. Well, so and um, the, the 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 you you talk about, <clears throat> and I mean, old people's homes are quite receptive, I would guess. To yeah, they really enjoyed uh, they really enjoyed our visits. We've been a few times. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this seems like the classic kind of thing that might be done visiting a school as well is that, is that um, potentially yes if the school is receptive to it but obviously the people that I teach they're at school as well so sure, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. That, ha- that hasn't worked yeah. up till now but visiting theatres has been um, has been a really exciting opportunity for the children and the young people I teach um, a great feeling of outreach and also a challenge for them as well to stand up in front of their peers mm. and perform um, we 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 participate in a lot of galas um, which are secular hip hop and street mm. dance um, usually and so that can be quite hard for them to stand up and dance about Jesus in front of other children and young people their age who yeah, yeah. who are not um, for example we went to Sadler's Wells Theatre um, here in London last Easter Monday um, as part of a dance gala um, we ended up by chance opening the show and we put on a dance rendition of the Passion of Jesus and oh. it wasn't what the aud- audience was expecting at all, all the compare she was uh, visibly confused when she came <laughs> on to speak after our number and there was sort of a hush that went over yeah. the audience and uh, I-, I just thought that was a great feeling for, for me and for New Generation as yeah. well uh, to have sent that message out on yeah. that important weekend. Uh, sounds like the hush was probably God, God at work. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and y- you um, have dance, dance. Um, you know, people from five to eighteen who were involved. Is there a kind of uh, a classic kind of peak of numbers? I mean, you know, around particular age groups. Yeah, it, it seems to swing in roundabouts really yeah. over over the years. Um, I always get the the little young ones mm. coming in, but it's um, it's so lovely to have the whole group together. I have a 
a time at the beginning of our workshop where I have just the younger students. Mm. Then we have a time in the middle where all the age groups are together and this can work really well with the older ones. They remember when they were the younger ones and they like to, mm. or some of them like to take care of the younger ones and help lead them. And then the little ones go home and I just have the older ones at the end of the workshop. Wonderful. And and pres presumably, again, without wishing to pry in your, into the finances side, you, you're offering this free. I do it free because I want to. So so you, you have to, your other work has to, as it yes. were, provide, is the tent making, as it were, for yeah, you to. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, the dance school is what I do to um, make my living. And I chose to set up New Generation Free mm. of Charge because it, it, it's so important to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to create a church where children aren't, expected to sit quietly in the corner with a colouring book you know uh, um, I just wanted them to be part of everything and to be learning all the time so yeah you, you said you, um, you you're very creative um, the, as you look to the future without going giving away particular things you mm -hmm. might be doing but yeah. but the kind of things that you might you might hope to be doing in just more of the same really mm. I just get so many ideas every day <laughs> and uh, they just kind of evolve I do have uh, I do have a plan for next year. I cannot reveal it yet, sure, but sure. Um, an exciting theatre project is in the pipeline. Yeah. Do, you, do you know of other churches like your own around the place? I don't actually. No, I know of um, I know of several churches that try to include drama um, and dance in their services, mm. but I don't know of any other actual performing arts mm. church where we do as I, as I do, and um, and I just let the children do and lead everything so Excellent. no I, I don't know <laughs> well, well that will be you know if you're listening and uh, you know of something like that do um do email in and uh, i'll pass on the details to to louise so it's been terrific to to chat with you thank you so much for thank you for showing having it. me it's exciting to hear of how god's been very much at work in in and through the, the church that you set up so you've been listening to leadership file with me andy peck i was uh, joined this uh, week by Louise Ryrie. She's the founder of the New Generation Performing Arts School in Crawley, West Sussex, uh, and has seen many uh, attend and engage in faith through the, the Performing Arts uh, Running Free of Charge workshop. So again, if you um, if you know of one like this, it'll be just interesting to know how many there are around the country. Uh, do email me, apec at cwr.org.uk, and uh, I'll pass on the, the news to Louise. She'd be fascinated to hear that. Uh, she's writing a, a book. Uh, do you know when this might be published, the book? I don't know yet, no. Uh, so anyway, well, look. Uh, we can uh, put details as and when on the, on the website for you if you're interested uh, to find out more about that. Uh, do email me, apec at cwr.org.uk if you have ideas of uh, potential guests or topics that you'd like to cover on the Leadership Farm. Many of the, the topics and guests that, we, uh, that um, we've featured have been uh, suggested by folk like yourself. So look forward to your coming again next Sunday at uh, 3.30. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apec at cwr.org.uk.